Greetings to one and all. It's your old buddy Jay here coming at you with another episode of Countermeasures Creative Lockdown, uh, the podcast, uh, which you can download on Apple and you can also view on YouTube if you want to see our handsome faces. Now, today I have a very good friend of mine, uh, Steve Brown. He is a uh, 3D animator and has been for over 20 years and uh, recently took a foray into running his own business, uh, which is all to do with pottery, which we're going to get into later. Um, yeah, and we've been friends for over a couple of decades now. So, Steve, welcome to the show, mate. This is it. We made it. It we took us about six months to get here, <laughs> but we're here at last. We got um, better late than never. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, thanks for coming on it and everything. It's um, no I know it's it's always tricky to find time. I mean, last year everyone was just dossing around, not doing much, so it was fine. And this year, like everyone's back to work, so it takes a little bit longer to to get organised. But um, I appreciate you coming on and everything. So, no problems. Um, yeah. How are things with you? Uh, good yeah just uh, I've actually just taken a month off so I'm, I'm, I'm back to work uh, this week so yeah um, <clears throat> I feel quite you know there's the stages in my career where I take a bit of a month or two off and, mm -hmm. and the last one was you know this one this month so um, yeah. it's been nice to take a break and um, kind of feel re-energized and ready to yeah that's get nice. back to it yeah it's nice not to be you know I mean you know when we both because we both started our careers literally on the same day didn't we <laughs> because, yeah, yeah well a bit of backstory is that we were both at uni together and we, we knew each other from uni and then yeah we, we pretty much started working in central london more or less it was pretty much the same week or two wasn't it it was a small yeah, yeah, window basically yeah um and then slowly a lot of our friends started coming down and you know and then you get to meet you know lots of new people all in the industry and doing mm. different creative things um, and yeah, and yeah, ever since then, we've just kind of, you know, as time goes on, your your job changes. So maybe it's not nine to five so much, you know, maybe you're doing, you know, three days a week, and then suddenly you're doing, you know, 24 hours a day for a month, and then you have a month off. And you know, it's much more sort of sporadic. Um, yeah, just a bit. I mean, this industry as well, you know, you never tell where you do, you know, things can go a little bit pear shaped last minute, and you suddenly have to work quite yeah. late for yeah. a quite a you know, number of days or weeks or whatever so yeah but I'm sure you know what it's like it's uh yeah, yeah but not, not many people can handle it I don't think there's, <laughs> there's a lot of people that just like nine to five and being paid every month and I think that's, yeah, yeah. that's fine and I, I like the idea of that stability um but you know when you're working for yourself that that's not the case you may be intensely busy for a couple of months and then maybe it'll be a bit of a quiet period and maybe mm. you won't get paid for two or three months and mm. you know so it's all like sort of working out you know and just balancing things off like you say so suddenly if you find a gap where you can have some time off to mm. do another project or to just like reset then that's just the way that you now work rather than being nine to yeah five. i mean i think i think you you know you just need to choose your time when you do work late because you could work late all the time if you wanted to. I mean, the, yes. the companies I work for, they'd have me working late all the time if they could. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. think I think that's something you kind of learn as well as you progress through the you know through your career that mm -hmm. you know you don't work late all mm. the time. You know, and yeah. but you do have to you know you have to give a bit sometimes. And when mm -hmm. things go a bit pear shaped, like I said, you know, yeah. you just got to put the hours in and do it. But yeah. I think, I think when you do start off, I mean, you just like go hell for leather, you know, mm -hmm. I was working late every night and, yeah. you know, and it's just like constant. And then you just think, yeah. what, what the hell am I doing this for? Well, I, I, <laughs> I do that too. I, you know, I, I, my work sort of shifts in phases. Sometimes I get all my evenings off in the week and sometimes I have to work a couple of them. And again, it's just the way the work flows, especially 
the last year being with the lockdown and everything it's all been quite sporadic so I've just yeah, been, yeah. you know I've been sort of jumping on stuff as it comes in but but usually I tend to have a much more structured approach so that you don't end up working weekends and evenings but like you said when, when you first start out you you just go for everything all the time and just burn yourself yeah. out. Whereas yeah, as you yeah, get older, yeah. like us older gentlemen, uh, you have to uh, take your foot off the gas occasionally. Yeah. You know? About 4pm, start yeah. taking it off. 4pm <laughs> yeah, yeah. Monday, and then I'll, I'll be back in the office Thursday. Yeah, that's, that's how if I you're work. lucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're lucky. Um, now listen, uh, this ha- this podcast has the same structure that uh, you know the previous uh, guests I've had on this uh, very kindly have, have gone through. And it's just a list of uh, 10 questions that mm. are just talking about your kind of a little bit of sort of history a little bit of your sort of creative journey if you like on, on mm. um, you know uh, on, on how you got where you are um, and I've been getting some good responses from these over time you know I've had some like a uh, co- few students and a few college tutors have contacted me and said that they've just their pupils have found it quite useful and, and things mm. like that so you know and if uh, I've, I've been finding it quite nice getting back in touch with a lot of people that I haven't spoken to so much about you know this kind of creativity and and this side of things for a while so um let's kick off with uh question one so the first question it's a bit generic but it it is uh when do you first remember yourself leaning towards being creative um i think oh gosh i think there's i think there's times i think every kid you know when you're when you're well when you're very young you know you tend to just draw and make sort of you know patterns and do all kinds of stuff when you are a certain age but i think there's definitely a point where you kind of i think for me it was when you when you see a piece of art or you see something which you'd like to try and reproduce and i start off just copying stuff you know i think that's where my I, I first started to realise, you know, that I wanted to, you know, that I enjoyed drawing. And I think, I think one of my earliest memories was my uncle, one of my uncle, my uncle Al, he was basically a, a great artist or he's great at copying. He never admits he is, but he, he's a very good artist. Mm. But he used to draw, um, when I used to see him, he used to draw these pictures of all the dandy and Beano characters. Okay, yeah. And I, I still love all those, you know, the Christmas annuals. So Christmas mm. Day would be opening it, and I go oh, to all the aunties and uncles, and yeah. you know, he'd he'd show me Bino and he'd start copying them. I was like, oh my god, you know, just seeing somebody draw that mm. well in front of you, you just think, oh my god, you know, I want to do that. And then you draw it, and it'd be terrible, and you just think, <laughs> okay, but it gives you a milestone, it gives you something to aim for, you know. And yeah, I remember the yeah. first time where you know I looked at his and I, I started to draw and it got as you know as it wasn't quite as good as him but mm. I, I knew it improved and I think yeah. just seeing that progress you know the you suddenly realize wow you know I, if I work at this I can actually get better at it yeah. and I think that was the first kind of I think that's when I first started to become you know knowing that I was a kind of more into the whole creative things yeah um and I think I, like draw withdrawing as well so it's touch but withdrawing like everybody right. you know there are people that say oh I can't draw I can't I think everybody can draw everybody yeah, has I the agree. capability for mark making and doing you yeah. know maybe their styles are different or the way they approach it or how they hold pencils and how they get on with paint is different but everybody has that skill from yeah. day one you know from when you're yeah. a kid and I think that it's just it, it, perseverance is such a huge part of that process yeah. of uh, it's just like like you said you saw something you wanted to draw you couldn't do it so well so you practiced and yeah. then a week later or two weeks later or a month later you get you got better and then progressively yeah, yeah. throughout your life 
that's the same with all of uh, that yeah 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 and it's 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 the fact that you want to do it you know i mean some kids don't want to do it they're not interested you know yeah that's right it's that initial idea that you think wow you know that's what i want to do Mm. and i still do it now you know no matter what i'm doing even now the stuff i'm doing now i see something and i say that's exactly how good i want to get every now and again you get that drawing out from your uncle and you're like (laughs) this this time this time i'm gonna i'm gonna do it this time i'm gonna do it (laughs) 40 years i can do it i can do it <laughs> but yeah well, i know yeah. what you mean you want to ma- you, you need that kind of uh when you reach a certain level then you start looking at other people that are doing stuff better than you and you, it gives you a direction doesn't it yeah, it gives yeah. you something to aim for and i think it's about sort of also building confidence in something as well and i think i think you know because i used to draw all time you know i got known at school for the guy who you know who can draw and stuff and i remember I think I remember being at school and, uh, you know, I was into all kinds of creative stuff, not just drawing, but I used to paint all the, do you remember those little Citadel miniatures, oh, the uh, God, games workshop stuff? I've got a shoebox full of them in the loft. Yeah, 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 yeah I know. Yeah, all those little, and, the, and little just, the little lead figures with all the, the lead, which, yeah, are, which are, yeah. I think the lead ones have been banned now because it's yeah, like toxic, yeah. but uh, they were definitely well, that, better than the That's what happened ones. to my hand. <laughs> 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 it's the lead poisoning from when I was eight. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, I think uh, you know everyone goes through that. Yeah, Dungeons and Dragons phase, don't they? Of painting. Well, the thing is, I never, I never really played the games. Mm. I just, I just oh, paint like them, the and I painted yeah, yeah. them for you know, I paint them for friends and stuff, you know, because they were just. I remember again, it's this obsession for wanting to do well. I remember going to Chester, you know, my local city, and um, and they they basically um, they had a games workshop there, and all the sitter miniatures were all you know in the glass cabinet, and and it was a classic one again. You know, I'd see it, I think, oh my god, that's exactly how I'd want to paint it. And everyone at school was just painting like yeah. flat colours on it, where all these ones were all highlighted, and they had all the metal like metal and dry brushed, you know. And and I was like, you know, so it's it's that again, it's that whole process of you know wanting to kind of do it as best as I possibly could, really. Yeah. And yeah. and it's it and it's also appreciating it, what appreciating why it why it looks good and trying to work out why you know how how they get it to look that good so yeah it's that process again you know and not you know like copying but it's actually painting or whether it could be anything else you know yeah yeah oh no absolutely and, and you know the the best the best way to practice like you said you know to, to is to find something that you you really like and just keep going and eventually when yeah. someone says oh i like that or you know or someone or like your art teacher acknowledges that you've got some skills of some kind it's a big thing because yeah. you feel like you've achieved something you know yeah, yeah i think i think that age as well you know i mean i was you know at school i wasn't the most academic kid so you know being good at something and good at art and stuff mm. you suddenly build your confidence with that and you think okay this is this is it this, this is, is, this is where do. i'm going yeah yeah and so. i'm assuming that you were like me which is like you you when you were younger you you, you know you like drawing and and painting and doing all that kind of creative stuff but you didn't necessarily know what you were going to be doing when you were 20 but you knew you wanted it to be linked to that somehow would that be right yeah yeah i guess so i mean i was from a little town in north wales and and you know, I think I think when I went down the art routes, my dad was trying to push me more towards technical drawing, you know, and draftsmanship mm. and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And and he bought me these books on technical drawing. I was just like, oh my god, this is this is just not me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, lots sure. of straight straight lines. And and, mm. uh, and and I think he was a little bit worried because you know I think he thought oh, I'm going to be an artist. You know, I'm going to be. Yeah painting in the field you know and trying to yeah, make a living yeah, from yeah. that and i don't yeah, think yeah. we understood the scope of what what it what art is you know um, yes yeah so i, I think well, um, i guess at that time there wasn't like uh you know well there were jobs there were jobs in kind of like a, you know a, you, a, you could be an illustrator in a big ad agency or something or you could be a freelancer or whatever but i guess 
our parents kind of knew that was quite a difficult path to tread yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and a quite a rare path to be successful at. Whereas yeah. we were at a weird time where we were growing up with a lot of technology that was changing. Mm-hmm. So what you what you ended up doing in your early 20s, you couldn't have decided that when you were 11 or 12 or 13, because I, I'd imagine half of the technology wasn't possible, you know, like with the 3D animation and that, you know, it wasn't as accessible, you know. Well, um, I guess so. I think... The thing is, I think, I mean, I I was always into cartoons and animation as a kid anyway. I used to record them all and looked, and I used to frame through all on our video camera and stuff, and I started to get to know about animation. But mm. I don't. I think it's something I always wanted to do, but I don't think, I just didn't think it was going to ever be possible. So it was more of a sort of dream than anything. It was yeah, just, okay. I, I just yeah. knew it was just like... It was right done right. in Hollywood, you know. Yeah, sure. Uh, and sure. it wasn't done yeah. in 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 uh, you know North Wales or you know yeah. it's it just completely. So it's more of a sort of um, something I dreamt of, I guess, but not really. Yeah, you know, thought it would actually but, happen. Really. But again, I think it's that knowing that you know you, you've got access to something like that. When you know, like when you first go to college and you see all the computers and everyone doing it, you're like, ah, this is where it all kind of starts. You've got access to be able to create in that way. Yeah, yeah. you know. Whereas when you're you know, like me, I'm from a little village in the middle of nowhere and I just wanted to draw comic books all the time. But again, that was something that somebody else did successfully. Yeah, yeah. And I just did it as like a thing that I did. Yeah, and, yeah. and it, there yeah, was yeah. a bit where I thought maybe this might be something, but actually in the back of my mind, I was thinking it probably is going to be quite difficult to get to that point, you know? So, yeah, yeah. so yeah, I guess you kind of, you got to have a dream, Steve, is what I'm saying. But also, you know, uh, it, you know, at that time, I guess our parents wouldn't necessarily have been fully aware that it could be a possibility, oh, you know? Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And they, 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 you know, they want you to go down there, kind of make lots of, well, just make lots of money and make a career. So, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, to be yeah. an artist, they're like, uh, you know, well, maybe yeah. you should go this way. But they, yeah. they did lead me to do, you know, they, they, they tried to edit it, but they didn't force me into it. Yeah. You know, they, they, they let just, me sort of get on with it. Really, like you know? all good parents, they just give you options and hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort yeah. Of yeah. Find your own way, I guess, don't you? Um, so I guess that brings us on to like education, you know, developing those skills. So you like your drawing and everything when you were younger. I mean, you know, where did what did you do next then for your like GCSEs and, and sort of onward from there? Well, uh, GCSEs were just sort of u- the usual lot. Um, I mean, I did okay. Uh, I, mm. I got a scrape through with B's and C's and everything. And then mm. but all I did was I just wanted to go straight to art college. You know, I mean, uh, we got we got a, a, an art college in Wrexham, which I ended up going to for four years. Yeah. Um, and it's the first time I think you know just basically mixing with kids who just drew and just mm. did art. And it was mm. it, it was an absolutely fantastic um, four years. Um, I think it's you know. I think that's where things change quite a bit. I wouldn't necessarily say I was actually, I worked hard. I could have worked harder. I think it's a time where it was a bit sort of, you're discovering all kinds of new things. And I think at that time, you know, you kind of, you got lots of ideas what you want to do, but there's no kind of, there wasn't any true focus. There's all kinds of, like we did everything from photography to um, a bit of ceramics yeah. to printmaking. We did everything, you know, yeah. and, and they, they throw everything at you, you know, and, and it was a good, it was really interesting. But I think at the end of it, um, you know, I still wasn't quite sure which pathway I was going to. I mean, I, went, I was going down the illustration pathway mm-hmm. um, at the time. Um, but um, yeah, I just had to try and the, the animation thing had kind of disappeared a bit. I mean, I got more, fo- I just focused more into, in, towards illustration. Yeah. Um, but um, I don't think it was until kind of university um, 
it, it all changed actually because I took a year off because I wasn't quite sure whether I wanted to carry on doing illustration. Mm-hmm. And um, I took a year off basically to save money for university to do a degree in some art-based thing. Yeah. And I worked behind a bar in a theatre and I got mm-hmm. chatting to this girl who was doing time-based media at university. Yeah, yeah. And I'd never heard of time, you know, I'd no, never no, heard no. of a time-based media course. It's just yeah. like, what? What the it's hell quite is that? New. We were, that's what I mean. We were, at, we were at that pinnacle where those courses yeah, were yeah. starting to pop up, you know. Yeah. So I was just like, gosh, that sounds interesting. I remember, it's funny, this one conversation with this girl suddenly just changed my whole future, really. And I, I went to apply for it, but it was too late. And I took a year off working in a, um, yeah, I was working there. And I worked in a data, in a day, I worked at a sign writing company in a factory, cutting out, um, you know, signs. Uh, okay, and it, was, yeah. it was a pretty, uh, it was a very mundane job. I was doing the same thing every day. And um, yeah. I was meant to save money for university, but I just spent it all. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I, think I, might, I think I saved about 700 pounds. I was going to say, like, after a week of just cutting out signs, you're like, I'm going to the pub now. <laughs> I need to go to the pub, yeah. So, yeah, um, I guess. It was it was good though. I kind of it made me. I was itching to get away after that. You know, I just couldn't wait to get away. And and you know, I, I applied to this time based media course the following year in Birmingham. And then uh, yeah, then it all started from there really. Mm. And and again, I was still a little bit unsure which area I was going into to be honest. Because again, it was time based media covered kind of quite a few areas like web design and yeah, animation. Quite, quite broad, you know, yeah. A bit of everything, yeah. And again, it was another, you know, you have these kind of milestones in your in your life where, you know, I basically saw a piece of, you know, 3D animation, mm-hmm. uh, which a student had done, mm. uh, a third year student. And I was I was completely like blown away by it. And, yeah. and I, I couldn't believe that you could do, you know, kind of 3D animation on the on a home computer you know yes, on, a, on right. a normal windows computer or yes. macintosh so it wasn't um, just like stop motion like plasticine it was, yeah, it was, nick park style you know it yeah, was all yeah. done in in, in it's screen. computers yeah. completely computer generated yeah, yeah and i remember i remember the, I, I remember so clearly seeing it and the the, the kind of uh, the emotion of seeing it going yeah oh my god that i can't believe it and i remember seeing it and i remember going to the tutor saying like who did this mm. going to the third year and I said, who did is rubbish yeah. <laughs> <laughs> call that animation if you were to see that film now would you have the same emotional reaction or would you be like a bit i would actually and... <laughs> no no i, I, I well, would, I would well we've it's... got the animator here today <laughs> <laughs> we finally oh, tracked down who did it <laughs> oh man, I'd love to know what that guy's doing now. Actually, He's, you know, but he—he he was. I mean, he was three years ahead of. I thought I was at the, you know, the forefront of when he first started doing. You yeah, know, and yeah. you, you could actually get three D software mm. on a home computer. But he was doing it three years before me, and that he yeah. must have been right at the start of it. You know, right at the beginning of. Um, I think he did it in three D Studio Max, and yeah. um, but I can remember. I remember that day seeing it, talking to the guy. He said, "Yeah, I did it in 3D Studio Max. I just spent, I just spent one and a half thousand pound on an Apple Macintosh, yeah. and um, and they, he said you can't get this software for no, an Apple Mac." And I was just like, "Oh my god!" I remember, I remember phoning my dad, and I said to him, "I said, look, I, I, I think I need to buy a PC." Yeah. And um, and yeah, I remember chatting to him about it and I said, look, I'll sell my Mac, but I need to get a PC quite soon because I really need to get going with this software. And um, yeah, that, that's where it all kind of, that, that's a 
that's where everything suddenly changed. Yeah. And yeah. not not just that, but I think my whole focus on what I wanted to do, yeah. because I was still a little bit kind of all over the place regarding, you know, and I was like doing a bit of photography and yeah. and I, I love photography. You know, I had a little dark room at the time in my house in North Wales, which I built and I absolutely love photography, mm. but it wasn't something where I, I, I don't think I really want to do as a career. I don't know why, but I just didn't, I just, it just yeah. wasn't right for me. Yeah. Um, but I think at that point, I suddenly got completely focused and mm. I, I I just, you know, no more going out to part, you know, clubs and pubs, although there was a bit yeah. of that obviously uni, but I think my 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 days at university were pretty full on working. I mean, yeah. uh, compared to my friends, you know, I was just completely I was just completely hooked and I just wanted yeah. to animate all the time and learn yeah, the well, software. I, I did the same. I, I you know, much much more like you. I, I was kind of heading down the illustration route and right at the I did a foundation year before I went to uni and right at the end of my foundation year we did a lot of Mac work we did a lot of work on the Mac so we were scanning in our photog- our images and starting to play around with them and building packaging and making posts and stuff like that and I'd had a computer at home and could could do a little bit of that but it wasn't really the computer was like an old mm. Amiga and the software wasn't very good but you could draw on it but you couldn't really do much else with it and yeah suddenly we were on Macs where you've got like Photoshop and freehand yeah, and Quark yeah. Express and you could do all this type stuff and within an afternoon I was like that's exactly what I wanted yeah to do. yeah I you to just suddenly realized yeah, yeah. and by, so yeah. by the time I got to uni I was just like it's graphic design all the way and then I just happened to illustrate on the side so it's funny how those little nudges as you go along you sort of know what you want to do and then you get nudged along and then suddenly you find your path and like you say i mean i went out a fair bit but i i did a lot of work during college yeah, 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 i yeah. just wanted but to you get don't, good, you, don't, you, know? you don't mind it do you, you just want no. to do it you know yeah, and, yeah. and it's kind of not you don't you don't feel like it's a chore you know it's, it's it just it just becomes an obsession i mean yeah, I, it still I guess is it's just... i still is i still every day i'm like i want to do better than i did yesterday I yeah, feel yeah, that yeah. pull you know yeah yeah um, yeah and it just and the sad thing is is it gets worse <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no. It's... yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um so yeah so you went through uni and then obviously how did you get your first job because you started working on carnaby street just more or less where well, I did, didn't you so um... yeah well just before that I, I when i finished university i basically applied to um i started to look at different companies um, there weren't that many, to be honest. There were some quite big studio VFX studios like Framestore, which have been going for a while, and a few yeah. others. But I basically, I actually applied to computer game companies. Okay. Because there's, there's a lot of computer game companies kind of in Leamington Spa area, where, mm-hmm. you know, quite close to Birmingham. Yeah. Um, and um, I also didn't think I was ready to go to, you know, go to London and work in film. It just wasn't, you know, again, it's that maybe I, I don't know I wasn't confident enough or but I, I thought that games would be a sort of progression to film mm, yeah so I applied to a load of game companies and I had this really embarrassing moment actually and I, and I, over the phone and they, they I was chatting to this game company and he said so um tell us what your top five games are computer games and I was like I don't even know five games <laughs> you're like uh Pong. Yeah, uh, I know I did. I said one of them was Joust. I said Joust, which is this like terrible. <laughs> so I don't remember. I remember it. Just... I remember. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm quite oh, into. God. I'm still quite Crim- into my video games. Yeah, Crim- and there's a lot of quite good games Joust. around then. Yeah, there's a lot of great games around about mm-hmm. then. But I just don't. I'm not a gamer. And that wasn't no, interested no. in that. But I, I was more interested in the movement and the motion of the characters. You know, so yeah. it was anyway. Applied to a few places. Didn't really didn't hear back from them. Um, but I. During this time, just on my third year university, I won this anime, uh, student award. Um, and basically, 
a, a studio in London, Realized Studio, which I don't think is going anymore, but they contacted some of the um, tutors at, at Birmingham, mm. you see, and said, um, do you know, have you got any animation students? Mm-hmm. And obviously, again, it was, there weren't that many animation courses around at the time. And yeah. They call it an animation course, you know, part of the Birmingham, you know, part of um, time-based media, but none of the tutors knew anything about animation. And, you know, you had to just buy all these new riders' books and it's to, to learn the software. Yeah, yeah. So there's not many students. So I think this company basically contacted a few universities. And so it's quite a niche that- thing. They're looking for something it quite was, niche. Yeah. yeah okay. Well, yeah, it was just, all, there just weren't many kind of people who had done animation um, at the time. So I think, I think I don't know how many they contacted, but they 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 phoned me up because um, I'd come back home to North Wales and I started working at part this the sign racing company again. Oh, they were like, uh, oh, here's come on, Steve, here's your old chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and they were all, they were all taking the piss out of me, going, oh, you've been to university and you're back here, you'll be here forever. And then I get this phone call. I was there for about a month, and I get this phone call from uni saying, oh, there's a company in London, you know, yeah. and I was like. And I got really nervous and I, I went I went down for an interview. Yeah. And I remember going to Carnaby Street and, you know, uh, you know, London, you know, that's the first time I've been to London on my own as well. Mm. Uh, and it was just absolutely amazing. I, I just remember the first, going down there and having the interview mm. in a cafe. They were just asking about me and then I had to go and go off for half an hour for them to decide. And then he just yeah. said, yeah, you got the job. When can you start? And I was like, oh, my God. That's so awesome. so, yeah, so that's all, so it awesome. all happened very quickly. And, yeah. and, and obviously you were down there down in yeah. London at the time, weren't you? Yeah. You got there before me. So. Yeah, well, I did a placement in my second year at uni. And then basically at the end of my placement, they said, when you finish uni, just come back and work for us. So I was like, okay. So, oh, I wow, went, okay. so my last year, I was just geared up to going to London. So I just had, I just had focusing on finishing the course and doing as well as I could do. But my other foot was already on it, you know, oh, I was get on the way there. So, and I literally, I came down and um, with my folio at the end of when, when we, we'd come down for like new designers, we were, we were exhibiting at new designers and while we were at new designers, I just came down and showed my folio almost as like a formality really. And they just said, yeah, great. When can you start? And it was a Friday and I said, Monday? And they were like, okay. I was like, okay. <laughs> and off I went wow. and that was it. And then I think you phoned me that week to say you'd just started as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, because we I was at, um, on the corner of, um, I was right opposite Liberties. So yeah, on Argyle Street, which was about yeah, yeah, yeah. five doors away from where you were working as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, so. yeah. So you went straight down there. I didn't, so you went literally yeah. straight from uni straight I stayed, down to... I stayed there before like um, John and any of our other sort of friends and colleagues, before they started sort of moving down. I was, I've been down there for like three months already over the summer holidays. Yeah, yeah. Um, and actually Ian Glover came, he was the next to come down. So it was like, I think me, you and Ian were, were probably the first ones down here. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was such a fun time. Like, you said london's just london's awesome I, I went in there i went the other day for the first time in ages obviously because of the covid and all that stuff and um it's just brilliant as brilliant now as it was when we first yeah yeah i just love love central london yeah Yeah, and carnaby street especially i've got such a big heart for that area you know like the bars and the the shops and the restaurants and you know we we that was our stomping ground for such a long time (laughs) you know and all the things we did and all the places we went out around there and you know frank's where we used to go for lunch and all that stuff is just uh it's just a brilliant experience yeah it it does i mean i think first moving down there took a while to get to know people i mean thank god you were down there because um you obviously the you introduced me to another bunch of friends and stuff Mm. but it i I did find at first it's hard to you know because the company i work for really 
realize there's only about four people there anyway yeah and two of those are the manager you know the the, the, yeah, the owner company so yeah, yeah yeah so there's only another guy who's a bit quite a lot older than me so it wasn't really a studio where you go there and everyone's out you know i mean that yeah. came later later on but yeah. the first three years you know it's a very small and quite kind of yeah you know compared to these big vfx companies where you know you've got like literally you know 800 people there yeah you know, that's that's when oh it first, yeah yeah, yeah. but I, I, it's funny because um and i think the appetite well where was it? it was beresford at the time but like they had a little bit of a social thing going on because like you know Stuart and, and all those yeah, guys yeah. we used to go out for drinks with them and uh, there was a bit of that going on but slowly over that, that sort of six months of people sort of slowly coming to london and getting jobs i remember you and i going out in town and it just being like the two of us and then six months later we went to like the social and i think i counted 32 of us <laughs> like on one night out because when you first um, come down like you said you don't really know anyone else so you just sort of stick together and yeah, suddenly yeah. like we you know we'd have like these epic nights out. It's, just, <laughs> it's just awesome yeah good um, but times. they were good times yeah the social was always brilliant um yeah you know the first time we went there um it was me i remember me you and ian went there and uh someone had told us it was quite good and we went for a drink in it and and um it was obviously kicking off. Everyone's dancing, having a great time. And the do you remember? But the Chemical Brothers turned up, and they were just de- they were just that. DJing there. And I was I just couldn't believe it. I was so yeah, blown yeah. away that they just they just the guy who owned the place or one of the bar staff or whoever I spoke to just said, oh yeah, they just turned up and started doing a set. And you're like, yeah, that's so awesome, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, such yeah, a great, that's amazing. Good such such yeah, a hub of creativity around that area, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah, so I guess um, you know, uh, sort of the next question was like you know what did you do next and the challenges you face obviously we sort of just talked a bit about that sort of the transition so did you move straight into London and were you commuting for a while or what was your you know when you got your job yeah no I just moved I remember being shocked at how expensive it was for rent so I I think I I I think I was in Edgeware zone five which is miles out so yeah um, yeah, so I just used to just you know I came down and commuted and stuff and the contract was only for I think the contract was only for six months or eight Mm. months something like that so you know I kind of thought okay well maybe I'll down there I'll be down there for eight months and then you know that'll be it you know so but it, it basically just carried on for god i was there for three years yeah um so i i just they just kept renewing the contract and you know it was a bit disorganized it didn't really have any kind of admin there so you know the mm. the the whole the whole thing was very uh, a bit dodgy really <laughs> yeah well i guess um, when you're when it's a small business that suddenly gets a yeah, little they, bit bigger it's, it's yeah you need like extra people to do the admin and all that stuff but you can't yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. afford it and you'd rather put the money in the talent yeah. so there, there's there's no contract well they said a contract but it wasn't an official contract which you'd sign you know it's yeah. just like oh can you can you stay for another can you stay for another two months yeah, yeah okay, okay. Well, it's, it's yeah, just all it's a bit, bit random yeah yeah, yeah. And, so where did you go after that because did you work at jim henson's for a while yeah jim henson's happened after that i i felt like if i was looking back at it now i wish i could have um i i, I stayed at realize for too long i mean there's there's two different ways of looking at it you know do you stay at a company and climb a ladder and kind of slowly get, you know work your way up to the top hmm. or um do you move around and start you know move around to different companies and and i personally feel it's important especially in in you know via visual effects or tv it's quite i've really enjoyed moving around you know i've met a lot of you know different people and and obviously each studio has a different pipeline and way of working so you get you get to kind of 
I don't know, you just get, it's just nice to meet a variety, of different variety of people. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, yeah, I've, I basically stayed at the Realize for too long. You know, it was just like, because it's such a small team, I feel like when I went to Jim Henson's and it's suddenly a big team of, you know, there's another sort of 10 animators there, yeah. uh, the whole team for this particular show, there's probably about 70 people on it. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, this is fantastic, you know? And I was yeah. like, I should have done this, you know, maybe a year and a half ago. Um but you know you live and learn and you know it was I think also it was kind of a confidence thing I think I was never confident to go and move you know go to a proper big film company really so yeah but Jim Henson's is great and it was you know it's a bit of an honor to work there as well you know and in, in their studio and I were working um they were doing various kind of um sort of they were doing all the mechanics downstairs because he still still did a lot of puppetry at the time yeah okay so, so it's just kind of been, so you just had a warehouse full of like Kermit the Frogs and stuff like that. Yeah, that... They, they were, well, it was like, <laughs> what were they doing? I think they were working the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. So they had all these kind of characters from that, you know, yeah. and they were just incredible. You go down, there'd be us upstairs who all sat out of computers staring at screens and you'd go down and it'd be like a big workshop of engineers yeah, and mold yeah. makers. And, and it was just fantastic. Yeah, you know, awesome. it was just great to be there. So, and well, I met some... exposure. I mean, you know, you're, you're doing 3d animation on screen and putting these things together and then you're going and seeing, you know, these characters that are being built out of 3d proper 3d models and everything. I mean, like in terms of, uh, understanding what you're doing on screen being able to see these kind of tactile objects and and you know and that's that's i mean that wouldn't have been something you'd have been able to do in your first job you know so moving into a a bigger company like that obviously you get better access to that sort of better exposure to that kind of environment don't you yeah definitely and it's also i think they did things properly so um you know they would they would have dailies so you'd send your shots in and you'd you know um I think it's the first time where you know I you have to discuss your shot, you know, your animation shot in front of the director, in front of a whole team of people. So that was actually quite daunting. You know, that was a real. I think that was the first time I'd actually, you know, apart from university, where you have to do that kind of twenty-minute lecture in front of, uh, Mm. you know, you have to give a lecture in front of people. It's the first time I'd ever sat in front of people, and I hate. I remember that university, and I absolutely hated it. I, I really, you know, struggled with that. Yeah. Um, but also it all came back, you know, actually talking in front of a lot of people. And I think that was one of the biggest sort of, um, yeah, it was a bit of a, I, I used to find that quite difficult, but again, it's just one of those things once you've done it a few times, you, yeah. you just don't think about it then. And it just, you know, everyone's there to kind of just, they just want to work with you and help you. Yeah. Yes, so, you exactly. Know, you, yeah. When you know you're surrounded by friends and colleagues that are like-minded and have been through the same thing as you, it's not, you don't feel so isolated, do you? Yeah, no, definitely. And, you know, it's such a great, I mean, the the industry is great, you know, the people are great and, you know, it's, it's, it's always quite fun. You turn into a bit of a fun thing dailies as well. So, you know, you're there talking about, a lot of stuff and you know they're also telling you about what's wrong with your shot as well you know so mm. you're having to take stuff on your chin as well and say well actually yeah. this is this shot's not working because you know because of this and you think okay well that's fair enough yeah and you'd yeah. have to go back and address things and you know that's good because you'll learn you know if you're working somewhere where everyone just says yes to you all the time go for it keep going you know that's that's fine but you also need to be in an environment where people around you are making your bet your work better you know and yeah. by giving you those little hints and tips and things like that and you taking them on board and making changes i mean you grow creatively in that in that environment don't you so 
Yeah, yeah no, it's, I think, you know, I, I was the same. I stayed too long in my first job. I, I, I The reason I stayed is because I loved it. I was there for like four years. Four like when, years I, wow. when I left, like people before, actually before I went to uni, they said you should be in your first job for a year and then you should just go somewhere else. Uh, oh, but a, a year went by so quick and I was just like, well, I, I, I'm really enjoying it. I was enjoying the work and I like working with the people. And before I knew it, like four years had gone by. I think I was there like, might have even been four and a half years. I, you know, yeah. I, I knew it was time to move, but I, I, yeah, it was a tough decision for me to leave at that point because I well, really loved yeah. it, you know. Yeah, well, I think in that case, I think it's worth, I mean, I didn't, you know, I knew that, I, I knew that, I knew for a year, after mm. about two years, I definitely had nothing I wanted to move on. But I think, you know, if I'd enjoyed it more and, and kind of, you know, the projects weren't as interesting as some of the other things, but if you were enjoying where you were, then yeah, why not, yeah. why not break the mold? You know, you yeah, can stay sure, there and enjoy sure. it a bit, but you know, or you just stay, you know, I mean, some people stay at the same company for, you know, most of their career. I mean, I, I think it's like a personality thing as well. I mean, I, I got quite itchy feet, you know, I just wanted mm. to get out and, and, and just change, you know, have a bit of a change really. Yeah. And I guess that might be a, like you said, it's a confidence thing too. Cause when you first start, I don't know if you felt this way, but I was like, God, I've actually got a job doing what I want to do. I'd better not yeah. mess this up. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So like, you're, yeah. you know, there's a whole kind of, I think everyone in this kind of career, I'm sure in, in many others, but especially in this one where you're, it's a, you're such a demand on you from a creative point of view and your ideas and all this kind of stuff, that there's a, a moment where, I mean, I felt this way, where you feel like an imposter for a while. You feel a bit like you're, you're, you're going through the motions of doing what you're meant to be doing and you're doing your best, but at the same time, you're like, I probably shouldn't be here, really. Yeah, when are they all going to find out? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and they still they still haven't found out, Steve. It's been twenty yeah, years. Twenty years. Can't believe it. They're so silly, aren't they? Yeah, you fools. <laughs> um, so, um, so where did you go then after um, uh, Jim Henson's? Were you there for a while? Well, yeah. Well, I, I was. I started to, um, I worked at Nexus then, um, going into more, they do more kind of music videos and, and kind of TV commercials, but they're, they're a company that work, they're, they're more kind of, they combine a lot of 2D animation with 3D animation and more, I guess, kind of more creative using kind of 3D much more creatively. So instead yeah. of the usual kind of VFX creature, realistic creatures and, mm. you know, realistic fur, they, they basically do more kind of, they, they had more illustrators working for them and, and we basically turn a lot of the illustrative stuff into 3D and they were doing, so they do like things like they'd make 3D look like stock frame animation. So they'd animate everything on twos and fours to make it look like okay. kind of Nick Park, yeah, but it was actually okay. 3D. Yeah, um, yeah, they'd okay. combine, they'd draw over the top of, you know, the, the 3D stuff. So it was really yeah. creative and they, they, they did some, they've done some absolutely fantastic stuff. In fact, I'm working for them now. Oh, I mean, right, I've been okay. working for them since 2003 and I always go back there because I just, yeah. love, you know, I, I, I've always kind of jumped between kind of VFX and, and TV music yeah. video stuff because again, I get a bit kind of bored and a bit, I think when you're doing creature stuff all the time in film, you just yeah. get completely sick of it. And then you go, you want to do something different. So you do more, I guess, cartoony, snappy animation in, yeah. in TV and, 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 and the music video videos, music videos are a bit more kind of, you know, um, it's just very different. You don't get the time and budget. So everything's a lot quicker. So you have to work yeah. quicker and yeah. come up with quick ideas and just get out there, which is also quite a nice way of working mm -hmm. rather than a film where you, you can be working in one shop for, you know, four months. Yeah, sure, <laughs> you know, sure. And you, I, guess... I, I could... 
I could so, be on three different three different jobs at Nexus over the course of doing one shot in in in, yeah, in film. You know, so it's yeah, just like yeah. two different. But then you think, oh, I want to do something really polished and really nice in, in film. So you wouldn't then go back to film again. So yeah, it's kind well, of that, you know that's good. You can between. flip between it, and you know my only sort of comparison to that is that you know one day I'm doing a logo, one day it's a brochure, one day I'm shooting an ad. You know, so uh, you know it's the same thing. If I was just sat down doing literature all the time, I. I just go insane but yeah, like yeah. I do you know the fact that you can flip between different jobs and 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 it keeps things varied and fresh you know I think that's that's really yeah. important when you're when you're having ideas about things like you said if you want to do something really finely polished or whatever but but you're doing this other job over here that isn't quite you know ticking the boxes it can be frustrating as a creative person so you know yeah, the fact yeah. that you can do both you know is, is really good you know yeah it makes a big difference i think it's kept me sane throughout this industry really now i think um yeah. again if I, I think i don't think i could ever have just worked in film for the full 20 odd years it's just yeah. you know uh, Mate, i can't it believe it's have... 20 years we're talking about 20 years when you say it it's just such a long time uh, it's insane uh, it's... and i don't feel any different than i did the day we started you know i yeah. just feel like i feel like i've learned a lot but i don't feel you know it's it's a long time it is. Um, so i think we're sort of we're around question six which is um let's talk about a piece of work you did that didn't go well this is always my favorite question which is like tell me something that's really rubbish that you've done no well uh, i think i think know, something I think, you might uh, like to change that you've done yeah you know? no i think i think everybody has gone through this kind of gone through this in their career there's there's some right ups and downs um thank god there's a lot more ups and downs but i think uh, I think the biggest thing, I think the biggest thing was when I um, was working at Framestore, working on the Jungle Book, the, um, the uh, gosh, when was this, about five, seven, eight years ago, and I think at the time I was pretty, pretty shattered. I, I, when, when you freelance, you tend to kind of start looking for work towards the end of a contract and you know the contract's ending, so about a month before, before the end, you start to have a bit of a, you know, mm-hmm look around and you start chatting to your old work colleagues and say, oh, well, you know, this is happening. You really ideally should take a bit of a break, you know, in between. But, um, you know, there's, there's been times where I didn't, you know, so I'd go literally finish at one company on a Friday and I'd start at a new company on a Monday. Yeah. And this is a time when I'd done a few of them and I was, I was pretty tired. Um, I needed a break and I was working on Jungle Book and there's a shot which I was working on um, and basically it, it it's hard to explain but they were basically it, it all it was is a simple shot of a, of a monkey holding this piece of fruit yeah. and it's coming down dangling from the canopy and it's like trying to tempt Mowgli into into the canopy right but they'd shot it in a way where they'd shot this piece of fruit on a stick so this it shot a stick, right? Yeah. And then I had to attach a hand to this stick, this fruit yeah. that was already moving. Yeah. I it just looked terrible. Like I remember just saying to them, "Look, just do a three D fruit, so I can just basically do the whole thing completely CG." Yeah. But I was limited, and I had to basically I was limited to the plate that was shot of this fruit. So it looked like the 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 fruit was driving a hand rather right, than right, the hand right, driving right. the fruit. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of and I was on this shot, I was in a shot and there's more than just one, there's about eight shots. And I got really frustrated. I was like, well, there's lots of great shots of, you know, all these other characters in the jungle book. Why have I got this bloody fruit <laughs> shot? <laughs> and not just one, it was like you know, a load oh, of them. No. And it's like, and I kept saying, let's do a free 3D fruit. And anyway, after about three months on that, they decided to do a 3D fruit, mm. you know. And I, <laughs> I and I was just like, I was over it. And then they knew I was a little bit 
piss off about it. So like, they put me in this shot of the of, um, balloon, the bear running through a forest. Mm. And I was just, I just couldn't, I, it was just a simple bear running through, you know, this forest. I just couldn't get it right. The weight was out and I just couldn't see it. Yeah. And they just said, look, you know, you need to do this. You need to get the weight and the pelvis right. And I just couldn't do it. And I couldn't see what was wrong with it. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, I need to. I remember every lunchtime when I was there, I used to just get out, walk out the office and just walk as far as I possibly could. Really? So, you know, the office in Soho. I remember once I walked to uh, uh, Primrose Hill. <laughs> Uh, in lunch hour i just wanted to get away and just yeah. try and refresh and come back yeah. and i remember just thinking i need to just get out of here and i and i spoke to my supervisor and he said look why do we give you another shot i was like look you know i i just i just can't i just really need a break i'm completely burnt out i'm also yeah. really you know after this the episode with this fruit i was just like so that that didn't go I can't well. eat and fruit I, anymore hate bears yeah not at fruit ever since <laughs> um yeah and, yeah and i remember it's the first time ever and i said look i i, I need to just and i yeah. quit i said look I, I need to i need a break and i yeah. and it's the first time in my career that i've actually you know i said look i i, I need to i need to get out of here and i that's, left that's a big step because um you know plenty of uh very good uh people do that all the time when they just know mm. they've reached a limit where they're like do you know what i just need to do something else or have a break or, or refresh or whatever and it's actually harder to admit it to yourself than it is to tell other people because yeah, you don't yeah. want to let yourself down you don't want to let people down around you obviously but also admitting the fact that you actually have to sort of take a step back and this isn't quite right for you and it didn't have to yeah. be a bear and a banana it probably could have been anything you yeah, were yeah, yeah. On. it was just that moment in your time you know in your, in your career where you were just like you know i need a holiday or i just need yeah, a yeah. few days off you know yeah no it, you're right it is it is kind of realizing that there's a problem you know and mm. and when you when you can't see it when you when you see when you see when you see the animation you just think this isn't right and you yeah. can't actually fix it you just think man i, I need to get out of here and have a break yeah you know? it's and it's actually quite scary because you just think god have i lost it completely now can yeah. i animate again but then it all you know it's it's after a bit of a break and yeah. it's fine and that's the other time as well where i i, I remember contacting their blue zoo who do a lot of kids tv stuff mm. and i remember taking a bit of time off and i, and I sent them an email and I said look have you got any kids tv stuff to do yeah. and they had this fantastic series um um about this dragon um for nickelodeon and i remember going on to that and it was just it's just having a complete break from film and yeah. doing back to doing this kind of cartoony stuff this character based stuff and it is just fantastic and i was like yeah. god this is the best thing and you know again you know they they, they some of these studios don't have budgets and and i remember that they, they never have a great budget but their projects are fantastic so yeah. i only worked there for three months because it's actually hard to leave in london on the salary they offer yeah sure but, sure but i just had to do it i didn't care about the money i just yeah. it was just all about just doing something different and doing a fun project you know getting yeah. away from this so so that that was that was really good and um but yeah that was that's a tough time you know in in, in, the, in my career i think um, then so let's talk about one that you're you know that you're really proud of them which uh which is one of you know obviously there's there are many in your vast <laughs> folio of of uh, things that you've done what's something that uh, it could be recent or it could be something that you always you know when people say what do you do you, you know your go-to kind of piece of work um i i think i always go back to was it the banana is. thing <laughs> <laughs> i went back yeah. and i cracked that banana thing i yeah. managed to do it yeah i'd never want to revisit that shot again but um no i think i think the big one for me i think it is uh district nine um yeah, you know, yeah that's okay. quite a long time ago now yeah i love but that I think, film yeah, yeah. It, it was a it's funny because it was one of those kind of films i remember it was went over to vancouver to work on it and um 
and I think that had something to do with it. I think just getting, I, I love traveling and, you know, I've done, gone, gone traveling quite a, way, quite a few times with work. And I think it's just, uh, it's one of those projects which you kind of, when they told me about it, I was like, oh, that sounds quite cool. And you go out there and then it, it, it ended up being quite a big film and it's a very low budget. I think the budget's from like 30 million to do yeah, District 9. Yeah, yeah. Um, and because it's low budget, you know, they didn't have time to like faff around with shots. They just yeah. had to get it done. Mm-hmm. But they had a great team on it. There's only a team of maybe 10, 10 people and everybody animated. Um, so 10 animators on it. And, you know, normally over six months, you'd play animate maybe, I don't know, whatever, like say 10, 10, 15 seconds worth of animation, uh, thir- up to 30 seconds max. But District 9, I remember after six months working on that, I'd come out with like two and a half minutes worth of creature oh, animation. Wow. Yeah, but yeah. it was, but it, it was so well, the whole project was so well done because basically the, the su- animation supervisor just had full confidence in what we do. And he said, right, okay, this is what we're trying to achieve. He really got into the mindset of what the characters should be doing, mm-hmm. how they should be animated. And he just let us do it, you know, rather than yeah. a lot of things and a lot, a lot of the process in film, you know, you, it's a lot of noodling where it comes back and you, you're trying to get it through maybe three or four different people, you know, the, from the lead animators yeah. to the supervising animators and then the director. And, mm-hmm. and then, and everyone's got, you know, even some producers sometimes, you know, everyone wants to have their little bit, you know, yeah, and everyone's yeah. always got a different opinion about it. So you're trying to get through all these people. And in the yeah. end, you just get, you know, you just say, yeah, tell me what you want, yeah, change that and you do it and you just keep doing it. And it becomes a bit of a, a mishmash and, yeah, of all and different it's not ideas. always for the best either, is it? It's not when you've oh, got that, that many people involved, everyone's got a little direction that they want to take. Yeah, in, in, no, in most the of the time. Yeah. Yeah, most of the time it doesn't work. And when and people I say just do what you want, that's just like that's just like the best job you can have. It's just yeah, like here are your, here's your parameters, here's your deadline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, just crack on and then you yeah, know, yeah. have that freedom is uh, yeah, it, it, it was great. And you know, what what was great about that show is you could um you, you basically submit your animation and the next day you'd see it completely rendered and knit mm. and mm. completely photo real. And you'd just yeah, think, yeah. oh my God, it looks amazing. So Normally cool, it takes yeah. a bit longer, but the team on it was so quick. The next day you'd see it and you'd look at it and you'd be able to kind of refine little bits on it and then mm. resubmit it while you got on with the other shot. That shots. film's so, so good. I'm thinking about it now because there's a whole sequence where it's filmed uh, through, uh, like they're filming it on it. He's got like a film crew going around with him and stuff. So there's like shots yeah, yeah. through the camera and uh, yeah, and it's quite complex as well. It's not it like is, a simple yeah. thing. There's like aliens running in and through um, materials and things that have actually been shot. And, yeah. and I remember trash heaps and all sorts of stuff going on. And uh, yeah, and it's, like, it's, it's, it, there'll be a lot. It's one of those films you look back at, but if you watch it now, there'll be loads of bits in it which you'll forget about and think, yeah. oh my God, I remember this. And then, yeah, um, yeah. and it's just a great film. And, you know, and I think also, you know, just being over the years, you know, just working abroad sometimes, again, the you know, new people, new, completely, completely new environment. Yeah. I, I, I thrived on that, you know, so just being away, it's just fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah, loved it. And yeah. um, I'd always advise anyone to just basically, if they had chance while they could when they're younger, is just get away and, and do a bit of the traveling because it's, yeah. it's, um, I just think it's, you know, it's, it's, it opens you up to a lot of different sort of, um, yeah. you know, not just creative people, but just kind of being on your own and just getting on with, you know, creating a whole, yeah. going to a completely uh, somewhere new, which you don't know about and discovering a new area. And, and it gives you a chance to horizons. travel. Yeah. Also, I mean, you know, imagine a world where you and I had just stayed in our first jobs, all those opportunities and things that you've done in all those other places would never have happened. And, you know, I mean, I, I did like you, I, I went and worked in Cambodia.
Cambodia for like sort of six months. And like, you know, doing that was a real eye opener to how yeah. things are done differently. In other I didn't even to Cambodia. That's... Um, yeah, well, my, my wife, Caroline, um, works for the BBC and she had the opportunity to go over there and run one of their projects. And I just right. I just quit my my job after um uh beresford's uh and just went freelance and went out there and yeah and i i did loads of i, I was i was planning on having a massive holiday <laughs> and just kicking back but of course you get out into an environment like that and suddenly you're in the expat community and people are like oh you're a designer in cambodia well that's brilliant because we you know we've got loads of work for you we don't have to send it all back to england now you could we can just go direct to you wow. so i just picked up loads of clients and work while i was there so and it was great yeah. I, and, and and again like you say different environment a different way of doing things yeah. um different people but very much the same freedom is in as much as the, there were a lot of charities so they didn't have a great deal of money they had no time and they need it today you know yeah, so yeah. it was just like what we, here are our parameters we've got like a day to turn something around and then you're like right i've got 24 hours to do the most creative thing in this space and solve this brief and then you do it and it's like that's awesome and everyone's yeah. happy and then they give you something else and it just keeps going like that you know so i mean yeah, because when it happens like that, you just don't sort of you're so focused on an and one good idea mm. rather than lots of ideas that become yeah. confusing. It's just so you become so focused on it, and you know, and everything you put into it is you. You know, it's not just a a, a kind of mixture, and it it always works better. And I get yeah. really frustrated, you know, in the film industry because it's I see it all even now. You know, they still. They still change things last minute. I mean, if you've is got because you animate got, everything with your face on it, and right at the end they're like, "We'll, we'll take that out this time, Steve." I think we're going to take oh, that hold, out. holding one of my mugs as a promotion. Yeah, yeah you like this? Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, yeah. So, well, yeah, I mean, that's um, yeah, that's a, a great experience, and again, great film as well. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit jealous. There's, a, there's a District yeah. Ten coming out apparently. Oh, the, is there? The, the runabout, the runabout Are they getting the old 10. team back? Are you off to oh, Vancouver? Oh, it'd be great. Well, don't you, I don't think seriously, so. Steve, just email them and say, I hear District Ten's happening. You know, they've probably got like a team of 500 animators and all that stuff now, and yeah. it has to go through 20 odd people. But yeah. you know, they might want some of the OGs, some of the original crew. Well, you know. it, it would be interesting. It will be interesting to see what the budget is and whether a, a massive budget is going to make it better. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it'd yeah. be really interesting to see, you know, uh, how it goes. Really, but yeah. oh man, I'd love to work on that film again. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think um, I'd be going out there because I've got commitments back here. But I think it'd be great to work, you know, yeah. from here on it. But be, you could do it remotely, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, which, which I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming that sort of takes us on to sort of what you're doing now and, and what are you doing next. You know, I guess you're, you know, like most people working from home but do you predominantly work from home anyway now is that do you go yeah i mean I, so much i i i um we, we bought a, a property out in herefordshire you know six 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 years ago um yeah. so every weekend we i left london Rhonda would come and pick me up at five o'clock and mm. in, in, you know outside the company i was working for at the time quite yeah. close to euston and um, we just drive to Hereford every Friday, come back on a Sunday. So it got quite exhausting. And I've always been wanting to kind of work remotely. Mm -hmm. But no studio, there's a couple of studios did it, but it wasn't anything kind of concrete and long term. Yeah. yeah. But um, I got a gig actually working remotely um, just before the pandemic kicked off, actually, about yeah. three months before. And I was like, yes, you know, finally I can work, you know, out from Herefordshire, you know, and yeah. um, 
so I basically, you know, did that contract, but then the whole pandemic happened, mm-hmm. and now every studio has gone sort of remote. Um, yeah, well, I guess so... people, you know, it's the same all over, which is like, you know, people always kind of say, oh, well, you know, people in their reviews, I guess, want to work from home more, and then people are like, well, maybe we'll look at that one day, and it's something we're looking into, but maybe we're not quite ready. And then suddenly something like the last year happens, and uh, people have to, you know, companies have to embrace people working from home, and now they're like, why didn't we do this sooner? And they're closing all yeah. their offices and people are yeah. just working from home now you know yeah great, I mean, you know. It, it is great i mean i i there's, there's certain aspects of office life which you know i mean our industry is very much geared towards sort of you know like a social environment as well so mm. you know they'd always organize different things for everybody to, as yeah. kind of team building i guess they do it at most most industries now you know most industries but you know there's nothing like you know finishing work if you've got a shot to do and you work hard and everyone says let's go for beer you know and i kind of you know there's those certain aspects which i really miss um and but you know the advantages definitely weigh out the disadvantages and just yeah. being being out here you know i absolutely love it but I'm, I'm back basically working for nexus again now we're doing some music videos mm-hmm. um which um which are very exciting mm. uh, and i think it's going to run in towards the well for to, towards the end of the year really yeah. i think october and then i'm hoping to set the rest of the year off but it's back to sort of you know kind of quite fun stuff really no, i um, guess that um you know there's there's a world where you do both you know there's like a hybrid of of some you know mostly you're working from hereford but maybe you're in in uh, you know in london again for a certain amount of days a week or a month or whatever you know I yeah, think yeah, that, yeah that seems to be something that you know a lot of creatives seem to be doing at the moment that kind of yeah. hybrid lifestyle and that, that, i think that I think suits that's me great. too you know i think that, yeah. that feels like the right, right way to go yeah i think i think that that's how i'd probably if i was if i lived closer to london that's definitely how i'd probably do it if i could mm. choose i'd probably choose to maybe Come, you know come out here for a few weeks and go in for like maybe a week or two and then come yeah, out here sure, so sure. but Good i mean at the choose. moment you know it's all and it's i think studios are there's a lot of studios like if you work for say like ilm disney you know they're, they're very secretive about their ndas and they they don't like people working from home yeah and they, well, they are getting opened, them back it opens them up for um being hacked or like all their servers yeah, yeah. being hacked and uh, yeah. people nicking stuff and i know that like within the game industry because i do um another part of this uh youtube channel i do like some like game reviews where i just talk about like the design of them and some of this some of the studios and that. i know that like cd project red that did the cyberpunk game quite recently they had a lot of their team working from home and they just got hacked all over the place and all their like financials were leaked online and, oh, and really? un- unused scenes that the animators had put together that were leaked online and you know and all this stuff and i just feel like i guess if you're disney you, you don't really want to be in the news with that with that story do you so you keep it no i mean if because you know disney now you know they and ilm you know they're all part of lucasfilm as well Mm. you know so any kind anything to a star wars i mean people are just wanting to get that information you know and and, and you work for ilm as well did you tell me yes yeah 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 i've worked i've worked ilm for a while um uh on some terrible michael bay film yeah (laughs) <laughs> involved so yeah. big robots <laughs> yeah well, okay you did the transformers one did you? all right oh right, yeah cool. but it's just just that i mean that's another that's, yeah were... that must be an animator's nightmare those films are just like an explosion of animation on screen at all times it's just it like is, but there's just... little bits and 
things turning from bats to robots to cars yeah. to, it must just be like it was it was if you're sat there trying to work out how a bear runs through the woods how do you turn like a car into a robot and make it feel real you, you know that that's not the painful bit the painful bit is working with michael bay right right <laughs> okay, he, he, he's just an absolute nightmare yeah um, sure. you know i mean part industry is you know part of this animation you know you, you have to basically keep everyone happy you know and, mm -hmm. and 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 some some directors are really tricky yeah i mean some directors yeah no they they you know one of the big things is you know you can't get too um precious about your work you know i you can be working the shot for you know um two or three months and mm -hmm. literally last minute he'll have a, a new idea you know and he'll yeah, give, okay. you know got a new idea scrap everything yes. you got you got a week to basically redo this and, and that's, that's the it. problem oh. when you're working for someone that has like an infinite budget you know it's yeah, like yeah. i always like working for clients that have enough money that they they know what they want to do but they're not going to go too crazy at the last minute because there isn't the budget all the time but when you're working yeah. with clients that will just that, that you know they literally ask you at the end of a project brief how much and how much time do you need and how much is yeah. this going to cost it blows my mind because in my the only thing i need for a job is is a box put around me to know how much i can push against it and how to mm. you know but when someone sort of says here's a load of stuff we need to do and there's no budget cap just tell me what you think uh that just i just don't you know and the fact that it's the same thing which is you work through a project and then suddenly in the last couple of weeks or the last few days someone comes along and just scraps it and wants to do something totally different because there yeah. is an infinite budget and it doesn't matter you know it just yeah. it, it's and i think crazy. technology i think i think also technology has allowed these directors um to kind of just just change their mind they've given them the you know they they can do it mm. back in the day you know they'd film everything they know exactly what they wanted in every yeah. single cut yeah. but now they they just change entire sequences because they yeah. can you know and, and they know that they can just do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I so, know. And like, so it just becomes, you know, you, uh, you see some films on TV, and uh, it looks a bit ropey because yeah. you know everyone's been squeezed, and you know they've had, you know, they, they've, they've done sort of six months work in, you know, three weeks. <laughs> yes, yeah, and I think that's that crunch culture is something that is predominant in in both. You, you, you get the same in your industry as Absolutely, well. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, and yeah. you know, any, and I think now it's more talked about and people are more aware of it but i also think the pressure now is less on the management saying you have to do stuff it's the management saying it's your choice to do that you know in which case that's fine but you in some ways if you choose not to you are restricting your potential for future work and doing future projects so there's a, a balance that you have to strike you know i i was always just like head down as long as it takes i you know i mean when i worked at barristers and appetite we'd be doing like two three o'clock finishes some night and i'd be back in the office at half seven you know mm. and it would be like that it wouldn't just be like the odd day it would be like weeks and weeks of doing that because we had yeah. tight deadlines whereas now i can't imagine any 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 uh, management or any boss insisting that people did that but there is also the the thing which is like well you might not be working on the next project if you if you don't take this kind of yeah. approach on board so. it, it's it's why i think um we we're talking before about it but you know i i, I remember right at the start of my career one of my mates gave me some great advice and he said you know basically just just leave at 6 30 you know just yeah. get get yeah. the hell out of work and don't don't think about it mm -hmm. until the next day and it's quite interesting um because i I do tend to, I, I try in a week, I will, I will, you know, quite adamant about leaving on time. And I, mm -hmm. I, you know, I leave the office and I don't think about work at all. And I don't even, you know, um, I mean, 
for the first sort of few years I did, you know, I, I work late, obviously, like we all do, but I think it's so important to get out of there at 6.30. Mm. And I, I just yeah. don't have anything to do with it then until next day, because I know at the end of the project, you know, the, it, it, crunch time, you know, you will be working on You're going to be doing it. And, yeah. I, and I just save myself for that, you know, and I, yeah. I, I'm prepared for it. And I don't mind doing that. I wish I was you know. better than that, because, you know, I'm, I'm not as, as good as you with, with that. I, I feel that like, you know, I have a sort of hard finish at sort of 5.36 every day because of the school run and kids mm. and that sort of stuff. But then nine times out of 10, once we've sorted them out and had something to eat or whatever, I'll probably go back to the office just to finish up. And I'll think mm. I'm probably just going to do like an hour or something. And suddenly it's like 12 o'clock and I'm like, what am I doing? I need to go to bed. I, 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 just, you know? can't, I, I just can't do it. When I stopped doing that, about, I guess probably about, I don't know, for a long time now, I, I stopped doing it and I... I, I I just can't do it now, you know. I just can't do it. I don't have that kind of um, once once I finish my I, I my animation brain just kind of yeah. shuts down. That's yeah. I mean, when uh, I when know. I step out of the office, when I'm kind of you know that's it's all turned off and like I'm done, you know. But it's it's during the week when there's a lot going on. I think I'll just get a head start on tomorrow, and of course tomorrow yeah. is just a repeat of, the, of today. And <laughs> you know, so I've got to get better at that. But uh, but it's funny how. There was quite a long time where I was really good at finishing and not, not going back, but then it slowly creeps up on you. And suddenly before you know it, it's every other night, then it's every night. And, you know, and I try and avoid that. I try and keep my weekends totally free. Yeah, obviously yeah. I want to, want to, want to do stuff and, and one thing or another, but, um, but yeah, it does creep into your life. I got, um, and that's my next mission in life is to kind of chip away at not working so many late nights. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So I guess that's sort of what you're doing now. And, and yeah, I want to talk about your other, your other projects. That you've been doing recently which is which is you know uh which has been brilliant hang on a sec nice nice book vase <laughs> i think uh, oh sorry but vase yeah there's a pen <laughs> the pen's just from asda um it's a lovely pen. <laughs> thanks yeah so you've been um you've been oh, uh you've been doing um all of these things which is uh some really awesome uh pottery stuff so you've got like a because uh, you're out in the in the wilderness now you're out in the woods you've got like a proper a proper potter's wheel and a and a barn to do it in and all this stuff it looks really awesome yeah no it's, it's um i don't know i think i, I definitely give myself you know uh, i've always i think i think 10 years ago i started to realize you know i don't want i'm not going to be animating for the rest of my life you know my i, I definitely feel like i do need a bit of a change mm. um and I think for the last 10 years, I've done all kinds of stuff, you know, I mean, I've done everything from shoe making to cheese making to yeah. set up a little microbrewery and uh, and just, any, they've all involved kind of just making things, you know, making stuff. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and I think, I mean, it's quite a big thing at the moment. I think a lot of people go through that kind of phase, don't they? Cheese making phase. I think, uh, yeah, I think in the, certainly in the last year, I think people have been reassessing a lot of what they're, what their lives are that surround the jobs they do and and whether yeah. they like those jobs and you know and and, and like you uh you know myself I, I you know I like doing what I do but also I wanted to do something for myself as well so that's why I sort of started the YouTube thing and I've been doing some more comic book stuff on the side which mm. isn't directly related to work and I've been enjoying doing that because I kind of wanted to that's something that I could kind of control in the last 12 or 18 months where everything else was just out of control. I just felt like that was something that, you know, if there was ever a time to do it when you're locked down at home with all this, this other stuff going on, you know, that's a good time to do it. And I feel like a lot of people have, have you know, reassessed their careers and started doing these other projects, which, it, which can't be anything but a great thing. 
in terms of a creative outlet, you know. Um, yeah, it, it does. The thing is, what's funny about it is I think since I got into all these kind of, you know, doing more crafty kind of stuff, I, I've, I've kind of appreciated and enjoyed animation a bit more because I basically, when you're doing something so full-time, so intensely all the time, you start get you do need, like I said, you know, you obviously you can get burnt out and you become a bit sick of it mm -hmm. and you need to get away from it. But I think it's, um, I think just doing something different from it gives you another kind of boost. And, you know, and I, I, mm. and when I do take a break and I, I, you know, I set up this little ceramics company and, and I, I absolutely, you know, I, I absolutely love growing and, and taking some yeah. time off from work and doing it. But then after a while, I then look forward to, I mean, this gig I'm starting now, you know, I, I just couldn't wait to get back into it again, mm. you know, and, and I, I've got so much more, kind of passion for animation again you know and yeah. I think what I'm what I'm realizing now is what I need to do is spend just sort of the perfect thing would be to spend sort of six eight months a year animating yeah. and the rest spent you know doing the ceramics and stuff mm -hmm. you know and, and and just that'd be a good balance that really I think that'd yeah. be the the way I'd like to go you know but yeah sort of few years. and I think that's that's right because you don't always want to be just doing your 3d animation like all the time because like you said you can get burnt out and also the repetition can be you know you just need a break and whether that break is just you having a holiday or a week off or whatever that's mm. fine but actually taking your skill set and transferring it over to something like pottery it does that's a no-brainer for me because you're building things in 3d on screen you know you've got these sort of creative shapes that are moving and doing so and then you're taking your skills and transferring them into making these like um sort of cups and jugs and also, it's not there's a, a definite correlation between your skill sets but yeah. it's just a much more tactile uh thing you know with throwing clay and making mistakes and then doing really great i mean they're, they're just awesome every time you put your you know you've got your thing coming up on your your store that there's a whole load of new stuff on there i'm just like i'm like there on the mouse like they refresh refresh you know trying to get into the shop because they just go so quickly uh you know i mean that must be a good feeling you know you're creating all this this stuff and there's a market out there there's people that are just desperate for it i mean you must have sold out of everything again already have you you must have done more or less yeah i mean uh, to be honest I, I mean it's this whole thing it wasn't really meant to be i wasn't going to sell anything i was just no. going to do stuff you know and then, and then i got a few people contact me and stuff so it's all just started quite slowly and now and yeah. now it's yeah i mean it's it's, it's weird to then it's actually you know i mean i i find it quite funny that you know i i um i wasn't meant to be selling stuff yet it's more of a hobby and then i mean i'm really stoked that people like it and they want to buy it yeah. and it's it's yeah. fantastic you know and it's, well it's anyone maybe... that's seen it i mean I, i'll you know I'm, I'm always good for sort of reposting stuff and if you put anything you know I'll, I'll, at the end of this we'll i'll put all your details your social media stuff and all that stuff i usually put that in a link alongside the you know when this goes up but um uh you know i i, I always it just looks great and i've had so many people responding to that saying how nice all the, the the pieces are and all that kind of stuff so you must be really yeah. sort of pleased with that as such to do like you said to do something for yourself and then find this market of people that actually like it as well i mean it's it's just so must be very fulfilling you know it's, it's great i mean it's nice to you know when you see people send nice comments and send some photographs of these mm. little things are made in their in their yeah. homes you know and they're using it on quite a personal level you know they're using it to eat out of or drink out of you know yeah, it's, yeah, it, yeah. it's a or you know like a little vase you know it's just yeah it means it, it's it means a lot really you know it's quite yeah. a 
it's, it's a really nice little thing to get into and and then to see where it goes it's it's i feel like i'm at the start of the animation where you know the first thing you learn in animation is doing a bouncing ball yeah and it's okay. like i feel like i'm right at the start of throwing simple stuff but you know when yeah. you look at what other people are doing there's a lot to learn and it's going to be sure, you but know... you've obviously got a, a total natural touch with it because the pieces you know there's people that have been doing it for years and years that i've seen their work and it's not very good <laughs> you know? whereas like you've just sort of got, sort of got into it but obviously maybe all those years of going to different classes and picking up different skills and ideas and all that kind of stuff has sort of fed into this and this is yeah you know this i, I just think it's brilliant and, and like oh, I said, thank you why can't why can't there be a world where you do both you know where you yeah, are yeah, animating definitely. and then you are living the kind of lifestyle you know country lifestyle working from home and i just think it's great you know yeah great, thank you know. yeah no it's it's, it's it is it, it's going in the right direction it's it's good yeah. fun i mean it's tiring you know i i get up quite early sometimes to do it and then i'm doing yeah. it in the evening sometimes so yeah. it's it's about the balance at the end of the day and you yeah. know we we do all the garden here so there's a lot of there's, there's a lot of things to do and it's quite a lot of it's quite physical work as well yeah. so it's trying to kind of balance everything really so you know i don't get too kind of exhausted <laughs> but, but i guess also that kind of uh, you know living that sort of slightly more rural lifestyle you know uh it, it kind of translates into the work that you're doing with your pots and everything and it's very earthy and very like touchy-feely and and it feels yeah. genuine you know whereas i feel like if you were still living in london and making them in the spare bedroom it wouldn't have the same kind <laughs> of you know but it, you know what i mean the yeah, environment yeah, no, really influences does, what the yeah, final yeah. product looks like and i, no, I really definitely. like that you know yeah no yeah, it does great. definitely it's uh but you know like i still you know, I love, love the countryside a lot, but I, I, I've, again, like animation, I think with London, you leave London and you suddenly, you, you miss it as well. You know, I love mm. coming back to London now. And, yeah. I, and I went through a phase of wanting to get away from the city. And I think now I've got this balance. I, I you know, we go back now and again, and I, I love going back there, you know, and I've, yeah. I, I, I look forward to going back there. And I think I'll always be connected with London, you know, yeah. Yeah. and the city, so. Yeah, no, that's really, really good, mate. And I'm glad that it's all going really well. I mean, you know, it's been it's been a ropey time recently for a lot of people. And, uh, you know, it's nice to hear that that things are going good. So I look forward to seeing District 10, 11 and 12 when they come out. <laughs> um, but yeah, and again, like just keep the pottery coming. I'm literally the first person in the room when uh, when that as soon as the little link goes live, I'm like, like, I just love it all. So yeah, no, no, keep it coming because uh, I do like all that stuff. Um, so I guess um, there's one last question, and then um, then you get to ask the next person on the the podcast the question. So the last question is from uh, my good friend Sean Pereira. Now he did go to Birmingham. Uh, he did the same course that I did, but I don't know if you ever met him. Poss possibly not. Um, but he left a question last time, which said. Um, what would you do if I mean we might have already covered this uh but you know what would you do if you weren't doing your current job and can you see yourself doing something else or would you consider planning a second career I think <laughs> you sort of and uh, that concludes oh. the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think we yeah. kind of established that that sort of happened anyway you know but it's interesting what you just said then it's it's it, it you know it doesn't have to be a complete new career it can be it can be a balance of two careers you know it can be a balance yes. of hopefully animation and, and hopefully ceramics you know mm. it's all about and maybe one day you know it might be completely ceramic you know complete ceramics but at the moment you know the i think it's um yeah i think it's going to be a bit of a combination of the two you know um but yeah. Yeah, I, I think I'm, I've got a few more years left in me yet for the animation side of yeah. things. Oh, definitely. But the, yeah, definitely. There will be a point, I think, where, you know, I mean, students, when, they, when you see animated student work now, it's absolutely incredible. Mm. Um, it's mm. so good. And there might be a point where, you know what, I can't compete with them. 
you know the the yeah. the, the 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 courses now are so highly kind of you know the the student the, the tutors are absolutely you know they're from a really good sort of animation traditional animation background yes. and they're fantastic and there might be a point where i'll have to sort of you know switch off my well, well you kind of hope that after all this time uh, i don't know if we mentioned 20 years but after all this time maybe the course has got that they're learning on have got much better than the ones we were on you know oh, i like completely. to think that like the designers yeah. that are coming up and and learning and you know at college at the moment are getting taught a, a much higher level than 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 i was you know and i'm yeah, sure yeah. like you said you know your introduction to 3d animation how that sort of worked i'm sure people are getting access to that much younger than than than, than you did so they're probably deciding that they're going to be getting involved in that at a much earlier stage in their life and yeah. and education's geared up to help them usher them into that world you know whereas when when you started there wasn't options were fairly limited you know um, yeah, so, yeah. And so, yeah i'm so sure i mean i think it's such a big industry especially the games industry now you know it, it's it's they, they've had to get much better courses i mean it used mm. to be uh, there's some fantastic animation courses in, in france yeah. we, we just couldn't compete against them but now i think they are getting better yeah. I, don't, I don't know if they're as good as the you know like super info common goblins in in, in france but they are getting better yeah, uh, thank God, because, you know, there yeah. just wasn't anything around, you know, when we were back at university. And, and there has been some bad CGI in the past. I've seen a lot of it, you know. I mean, oh, I, yeah. th I still think, like, I remember watching Jurassic Park back in the day, and that was just, that's still brilliant. It still looks amazing, yeah. you know. Yeah, but yeah. some but a lot of films in between now and then have, have done some shoddy jobs. And, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. Uh, especially like Deep Space Nine and some of those Star Trek shows. Like, I don't know what's going on there. That, you yeah, know, yeah. But, um, you know, yeah, uh, ho right. hopefully the, the quality, I mean, yeah, I mean, a lot of the films you watch now, I mean, they're just, you know, especially like the Pixar movies and things, they're just out, you know, they're, they're just so far leaps ahead of what anyone yeah, could yeah. have imagined a, a decade ago. No, definitely. Ago. If, you, if you look at the original Toy Story now, you know, compared to the, new, the latest Toy Story, yeah. it's, it's just, you know. Yeah, well, the first one looks incredible. like a tech demo, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And like the yeah. one now is just like what it was meant to be, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. it is amazing. You know? I still think the first one's the best one, though, the story and everything is just, yeah. you know, it's just such a, I think it's also, you know, you, you kind of, I think it's one of those things which you remember when it came out completely mm. blown Away by I was going to say, as an animator, you, know, you, you, probably, you probably have those key moments where you see things that, you know, Toy Story was such a huge thing when it came out. Oh, God, Still yes. is a massive yeah. brand, but obviously yeah. as an animator, you must have been like, you know. Yeah, it's what? just incredible. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, you know, it's just, yeah, it's just that another point in your life when you're saying, oh my God, you know, that's, that's mm. just, you know, that's, that's what I want to do. Another well, benchmark. Yeah. Yeah, yeah completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, so now I guess it is your turn to ask a question for the next person. Now, I, I think the next person is um, going to be uh, a writer who, who I, I know quite well. Um, but again, it might change depending because, you know, these things, I try and do them as often as I can do, but often some people aren't available and one thing or another. So it might be someone different. But, you know, I, I just wondered if you, um, you know, you wanted to put a question to the next the next lucky person to yeah. come on my podcast <laughs> it's it's well it's it's a very simple question but it's um what it, you know what is it about your industry which you you don't like you dislike and and, and how it, how can it be changed and can it be changed mm, okay yeah that's a good question yes for another time, another um, time. yeah okay well mate i think that's pretty much it really i think we've sort of we've done the marathon we're pretty good on time. We uh, normally uh, let these things just roll on and on for hours, but we've come in on a good time. So I'm pleased about that. So, and I really appreciate you 
coming on and talking about you know your sort of your journey and all that stuff and you know what, what you've been doing and the work you've been doing and the pottery and everything I mean it's all so impressive and you know you must be you know when you look back over the last 20 years uh, you <laughs> must um, you must be pleased you know I know you're always looking forward and wanting to up your game and all that stuff but you must look back and think like you've had a pretty good run of it you know I know yeah, I no, think I've had some great experiences so yeah no I think it's great that you know I think it's like with anything you know it's just good to find something you've got a passion for and it's as simple as that really you know you've yeah. got to find something you enjoy and and you know work shouldn't be working it should be really enjoyable and, mm. and it's you know not like you know you you can't wait to get into work every day you know yeah I mean, no, that you, need a bit, you need but... to you don't want to have a job where it's you know you, like you said about the sign writing that kind of uh, the sign uh cutting out yeah yeah you, you know that that is a job that someone does every day and of course that's that's the way the world is but if you don't find any joy in that at all it, it can be quite soul yeah, yeah you've so, got to just enjoy it really and, yeah. and I, I feel very lucky to have you know found animation it's yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a it's a great industry you know it's global so the traveling around and uh, it's it's just great and gen most you know 95 percent 95% of the people are great to work with, you know, it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a good industry. It's still a small industry, you know, you always bump into the same people all the time, you know, and it's, yeah. and they become very good friends, you know, yeah, become, yeah. you know, got some really close friends from the industry. So it's, um, yeah, it's been great. <laughs> yeah great stuff well um i guess the only other thing to say other than the sort of closing remarks i've got to sort of wrap up with is um you know how can people see your work and promote your work obviously i'll put a link in the descriptor anyway um just to, to your pottery stuff and all that kind of thing i mean you know and in terms you know if anyone's listening that wanted to hire you <laughs> to do 3d animation how does that work do you have an agent or what, you know what the best thing is linkedin i joined linkedin yeah. a long time ago and it's just been great but i mean i i've just got a website with all my animation on there which hasn't been updated for quite a while but it's um yeah. stevejamesbrown.com okay um great. and my ceramics thing if you want to buy some nice pots yeah yeah is, uh... I'll, just, I'll just get my pen again <laughs> <laughs> that's where that's, my pen goes mate that's where my pen goes um, um yeah so yeah what so what's the uh, web address sorry it's it's just uh steve brown ceramics yeah. and instagram is just potter brown potter brown yeah and you've got quite a few followers on instagram now you've got a little little game yeah they're, they're building up slowly yeah. um but yeah no it's it's uh, i mean yeah i'm quite new to instagram so uh yeah, yeah but no you're doing a really good job people and that's what i mean about the location environment that you're in creating these things uh, is such a big part of the story of where they come from and i think that goes a long way to why people like the connect there's a connection to nature you know and the way the, the things that you post on instagram where it's you kind of carrying them into the kiln to to do the firing or if you're first growing the, the action the action shots the action shots yeah yeah <laughs> so you walking slowly from an explosion that kind of stuff um <laughs> as the kiln just blows up yeah, behind bit, you bit of um, vfx in the background yeah exactly yeah yeah actually there's a third career option for you there which i think like <laughs> animation and and ceramics no one's explored that yet um, oh, but yeah that's um uh yeah i mean it, that, that's such a big part of that story that i think you know that's a, that's a re certainly a reason why um you know people connect to it which i was just it's awesome so mate great. thanks very much for coming on the show thank and, you thank uh, you yeah, and, uh... it's been great to catch up and um yeah, yeah well, well i mean you know i always ask sort of if you you know if you've got time in the future and i'm i've got a different set of questions or maybe we'll do something different you're always welcome to to come back that'd on be great definitely yeah keep find out what's interviews. happening in a year or two with your pottery and all that sort of stuff it'd be great yeah you know, have a great stuff i'll be back 
Yeah, <laughs> mate, you should you should have that as your catchphrase. No one's ever said that before. <laughs> right, I'm just going to wrap up by saying, um, yeah, well, thanks for watching. And you can um, obviously download this uh, podcast if you're listening to it already. Then thanks for downloading. If you haven't, you can download it on Apple. Um, and uh, yeah, and actually several other good uh, podcast sites. But I'll put the links in the um, descriptor. And you can obviously view this all on YouTube. And uh, yeah, thanks for watching. So um, I'll see you next time. I guess. It, the only thing left to say is um, be good, stay safe, and be kind to one another. Cheers.